Welcome back to the CTO Studio. I'm your host, Nikolai Walker. Today, I want to jump right into the middle of asking Etienne a question uh, regarding business and relationship, or opportunity in relationships, rather. So which do you think, Etienne, is more important? Is it more important to focus uh, on the opportunity to do business or the relationship within the business? Uh, you know, th- that reminds me a little bit about um, a conversation I had recently with my wife where uh, I have this image in my head, which is this this opportunity comes your way, you know, and it, I see a square and at the top of the square, I see the word opportunity. And then that opportunity will lead to relationship and you know benefit and and but mostly the opportunity turns into relationships with people and and a lot of time gets spent on defining the opportunity so that you can have the relationships like you know what is the compensation what is my time commitment all that stuff and so if you can imagine the square you have opportunity and then you have relationship and i actually flip that I actually say relationships will lead to opportunities. And so when the when the opportunity comes, so hey, we, we want you this, we want you that, in your mind, don't look at the opportunity, but flip it and look at the relationship. And then trust that um, whatever whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen because you put the relationship first. And then let that cultivate the opportunity. But it's so smart. I mean, that's how like really smart salespeople do it as well, right? Connect first, create an authentic relationship, and then whatever happens, happens. It's, it's you know, a lot of the time, it's also the analogy as we talk about when it's startups looking for funding. If you ask for help, you'll get money. If you ask for money, you'll just get some help. So it's the same way. If you're going in saying this is an opportunity, that kind of like you're selling and no one's really going to be picking up on those vibes. But if you're genuinely interested and you say three months of building the relationship and seeing how it is, and I can tell you there's one company I really, really liked. This is about a year ago. It was um, in a in a field that I thought was incredibly important. It was a great team. And I did. I spent hours and hours of my time sitting down with them. And I think I added a ton of value but at the end of the day, after two months of doing this, when they asked me to take on a formal position, I had to say no because I didn't want to work with the team. And so it's as much for you in terms of relationship as it is for them or leading to opportunity. I think you just have to go in with that authentic desire to, I want to work on things that are important with people that I like, and then good things come. And then to trust that, they will say the things to you that you want them to say versus fighting for the things you want them to agree to. And then if that doesn't, if it's not forthcoming after X number of months, like you said, then it's like, okay, well, it's not. And I think a lot about the equity conversation because a lot of people ask me, well, okay, what as a CTO of a, of a startup at this size, you know, what kind of equity negotiations should I do, be doing? And I often think about how that's just, I mean, I understand why it's important and I understand that you can't live in nirvana where everyone loves each other and it's, it's, it is a bit of a dog-eat-dog world. But 
if you can just get them to a place where they are offering you equity because they just cannot imagine life without you, work towards that versus, hey, here's the opportunity, let's define my equity, let's define the vesting period, and now we can build relationship. Genius. I think the only thing that I would, because I think that there's a organic approach that, that you're suggesting, and I, I love everything about this. I just tend to put a little bit more of a clock on it and say, after a certain period, you should just sit down and have that conversation. And it doesn't have to be, I want this. It's just, you know, I, I can see a longer term, do you? Like, and let's talk about how this would work. And again, it doesn't have to be immediate. It could be another three months or another six months before they even think about wanting to, you know, a lot of companies have a cliff that's a year which is we want a lot of time and a lot of commitment before we actually even think about this. And I think that's smart. And so that relationship that you build will let you have that authentic conversation. Yeah, I think also that I have a, a close friend who said to me, in those types of negotiations, you want to be the one saying no. You don't want them being the people saying no. Yeah. <laughs> You're the advisor. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> So you want to be the one, because in the end, if you want to go back, you change your mind. You don't have to work on the energy to change their minds. But, and that's very difficult, I think, because um, especially when you really want something, that's the hardest part is when you feel like, oh, you know, whether it's employment status or whether it's just the desire to be with a company you always have to be ready to walk away from those deals, and it is extremely difficult. Thanks again for joining us here at the CTO Studio. Big shout out to Etienne de Bruin and Vidya Dinamani for having these types of conversations, which are very, very needed and help to clear up some questions that come to my mind and I'm sure yours. We encourage you to subscribe to the podcast and for a continued conversation, please head over to ctostudio.fm. Also, please check out and support productrebels.com as well as 7ctos.com. As always, we'll see you next time. <laughs>